Hey Corin, my name is Hannah. Each week I sit down with a township employee or resident to talk about who they are and what they do to help the township function. This week I sit down with event coordinator Tawana Moulter. My name is Tawana Moulter and I'm the events coordinator for Coleraine Township. My favorite part about uh, my job here at Coleraine is all of the people that I have met and have become part of my life um, just over the years that I've worked here. So let's jump on in. How long have you been with the township? I have been here uh, for 21 years. Oh wow. Um, it was 21 years in February. Um, and yes, I was a baby when I started. Mm -hmm. You had quite the journey to where you are now. Yeah. You it, not it was very not direct. It was, it, this job was supposed to be temporary. It was not a temporary position with the township, but in my mind, it was just temporary so I could get health insurance and then I never left. And now you're here. Yes. So what all does your job as event coordinator encompass? Because I know you're in charge of the podcast, so I think it's a lot more than just events. Yeah, it, it, it kind of it has developed and grown over time. Um, it started, um, I started at the township, I guess, to kind of go back to that question. Um, I was, I had just finished um, getting my, uh, I was working on my master's degree in education. Um, I was certified. Um, I was not sure though that that was the field that I wanted to end up in and go into. And like I had mentioned, I needed health insurance and there was a position open as receptionist and I had zero information. I like, I had no, background in that but they hired me anyways when I started working here our parks director um, his office was in the basement of our administration building and so he would pass by my desk and we just hit it off and it kind of developed and um, my I guess I found my true passion was public service, mm -hmm. not just necessarily teaching kids, which I still did. I was a dance teacher, and yeah. that's what got me into that, you know, degree path. Um, and and I still did that. I continued. I was still mm -hmm. able to get, you know, that, you know, passion, you know, was still being fulfilled by teaching dance. And, you know, I loved working here at the township and because you know they're when they built this building the main administration building for the township um they built a receptionist desk but they didn't really have any like idea of what the job should be other than answering the phones mm -hmm. and when i started here they went from this tiny little house and it was truly a tiny little house sitting in kind of the front of what is now the 4160 building and people just didn't stop in. I mean, there really wasn't room for people to just stop yeah. in and they didn't have this identity. So when I first started, no one ever called, no one ever stopped in. And because I had, you know, additional skills, it kind of allowed the job to develop itself. Mm -hmm. um, and Greg and I, uh, our late park director, um, 
just meshed. And that's how the event coordinating kind of came to be. Um, we had a separate and independent um, uh, nonprofit that did events in the township, so the Taste of Coraine, um, and the Fourth of July fireworks. Um, he had this way of finagling people into <laughs> their positions, and he kept kind of mentioning it. And then one day, um, right before it was, I think we were only a month out of the fireworks. Um, the treasurer resigned, and so it was an emergency. I had to, you know, step yeah. in, and that was him sucking me into a position. <laughs> and you know, kind of the rest is history. And yeah. um, it eventually, it, well, it changed right away. Like I finished the year, and then we found, mm-hmm. a, you know, someone who was more qualified to be treasurer. Um, but I stayed active um, with that, and that kind of parlayed into. Um, and there's also kind of a, a hazy line between the events committee and the township because we give them the space to hold it, but we're still actively involved in it, you know, and yeah. have our fingers in it. And that has even grown over the years um, as there have been less and less volunteers um, that have worked on it. But that also led to more internal stuff with the parks department, um, you know, doing some of the, the smaller events, you know, it... Um, the event coordinating is, you know, our um, movies in the park, you know, when there's not a pandemic going on, there's movies in the park, there's concerts in the park. Um, The summer camp falls under that Mm -hmm. heading. Um, Now the podcast, um, it's a lot of communication stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Um, When I first started working for the township, you know, when they didn't really have a lot for me to do, one of the things, one of the first things that they got me active in is doing our website. And back then it was like so archaic <laughs> that. Um, Looking back, it's not not the oh same coalrain.org. It was a giant hot mess. And if any of us were to look back at it now, it would be comical. But, um, you know, all of us were kind of getting into this at the same time and learning and. It was before social media and all of that. So it was um, the communications part just kind of developed naturally. And I've always kind of had fingers, you Mm. know, stuck in that. And that, you know, has grown as well. And with social media coming about and, you know, talking the township um, into making that step in that direction. Because that was also a very... When we made that decision, it was kind of a little nerve-wracking, like, is, you know, with a government agency, like, and doing Facebook, like, is that a good idea, and what if, and there were, you know... What exactly is the role of it in the... Yes, and what if people are mean to us, you know, and, but that is part of it, is having, you know, we all have our opinions, we're all entitled to our opinions, we're not going to make everybody happy, Mm -hmm. no matter what we do. I mean, our goal is, you know, to, you know do our jobs and and, you know part of that is making people happy but you're always going to have somebody who's not you know who wants you to do something differently and they're going to have an opinion and as long as they're respectful and you know I mean making so making that leap was was definitely kind of and then with 60,000 people you're bound to have differing opinions going back a little um you mentioned some of the events you had pre-pandemic I guess it's so weird now, the pre and post pandemic. I know. It's, it's, but. 
I'm yeah. leery to ask this, to think back on better times, but did you have any favorite events that you really looked forward to through the year? Um, I've always loved our fireworks. That's like the one thing that it's just, I don't know, it's just really neat. And one thing that I don't know that a lot of people know this, and I think there's a good amount they do, but for the most part, I don't know that a lot of people know that we entirely do our own fireworks like Mm -hmm. it's we own all of the equipment we um we have all of our own shooters um they are all certified um oh wow so it's not like you don't contract we don't hire rosie to come in you know they do their show we have and it's all volunteers that do this um but they spend roughly six months of their life um, working on the soundtrack and then timing the the different, you know, Blast. fireworks yeah. and blasts and so forth to the music um, and putting, because we have a full soundtrack, you know, kind of like the band fireworks. Um, oh, wow. This is quite a project then. This is not it a... It is, and, and it's entirely people who volunteer their time and do it for the community um we you know have all of the tubes all of the electronics um because some of our stuff is hand lit but a lot of it um is done electronically Mm -hmm. um and they get here at the crack of dawn you know that morning and they set everything up and then just watching the show and then also kind of taking a step back but also turning around and looking at the community that is sitting there watching the show mm-hmm. is just so neat because you yeah. have been a part of it from you know the start and then just seeing everyone enjoying it the is, final pro yeah yes. that's a definitely a satisfying feeling just seeing it all come together yes. and people really enjoying the fruits of those like thousands of hours yeah. put in and um and it's also fun because um our um the the kind of the the lead person um because we when we have meetings we just have one representative from the fireworks side of it um at our committee meetings not the entire crew he loves finales so you'll have all those big booms and you're like is this really the end or is there going to be two (laughs) more finales after this this is the real finale (laughs) sometimes i'll even sit there going like hmm um but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I keep saying every year that I'm going to get certified. Um, and we I was supposed to this year and then, you know, we had a pandemic. So <laughs> <laughs> next year, I'll come back yes. for it. I want to yeah, see it. And you it. can volunteer. We can get you certified. You can. I don't you know, know if they want me certified. <laughs> I think I'm always 10 seconds late. Probably ruin the finale. But that is so fun. I can't believe you guys. That's so insane to me that you guys and, do all your And around. one of the fun things, um, because I'm not certified, I'm not allowed back there, but they always take pictures um, of everything. And one of the things that they do by all of the tubes where you actually put the fireworks mm-hmm. into and shoot from, um, they've got, like, parts of the song, like, on tape. And just <laughs> seeing that. So, I mean, it is so well planned out and timed out. And... Um, you know, it is tremendous, you know, what they do. And one one kind of, like, pat on our own backs that came this year, um, 
again, before, you know, all of this, you know, COVID started, um, Rozzy's had contacted us. Um, they were, you know, still planning on everything being as normal. Um, they needed additional shooters, and they asked us, are any of yours available? Because our show is on July 3rd. Mm-hmm. Most you know, business is on July 4th. And so ours would be done for the day. They'd already be certified through the state and ready um, to go. So they were asking for help and came to us. So that's kind of neat that, you know, we're doing so well. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you know, it's very neat when you understand all that goes into it. Yeah. Um, That is, wow. I'm excited to see it. Hopefully this, hopefully next year. Yes. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. If not, oh, the pandemic. I know. Oh, how has COVID-19 affected your role? Um, it's, it's, it's been, I mean, it, it's, there have been some good parts, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it has just been so sweeping over everything that we do. Um, you know, one part of, you know, my job is also the, the rentals of our facilities. So beyond shelter rentals, which are typically birthday parties and family reunions, Mm -hmm. um, I do our banquet hall rentals. We've got two banquet halls at our senior center and those are frequently rented out by people who are getting married and having their reception. Mm -hmm. And when everything happened and we had to shut down, you know, at first it was like, no, we can't do that. And then it was like, oh, we have to do that because yeah. um, I guess initially you just don't you don't realize how serious it really was like you were kind of in this like yeah like okay we'll just shut down for a week and then we'll be fine no it, it there was there's no precedent like we hadn't gone through this before we hadn't lived through this before we didn't really I guess I just you know didn't grasp like the the gravity of it yes I know when I I thought back in March that I was like oh we're just getting one extra week of spring break that's fun now we're in August and I don't even know if our classes are going to be on in person full-time or what it's going to look like my daughter insisted on buying school supplies last week um and I bought everything with the I don't know if you're using this or not yeah (laughs) you know it because we there's just still so much unknown and everything is changing on such a regular basis and that's one thing that I don't think at least I couldn't have predicted and because when we made those initial phone calls and we had to reach out to our brides Mm -hmm. which was gut-wrenching because you've been meeting with most of these you know couples for a year and um you know, you've had your, you know, with some of them, I had had my final meeting, like we were kind of set and ready to go. And it's just like, okay, we, I, I dreaded having to do that, but it, I didn't have any of them who were just like, but I need to do this. I need all of, all of them were in the same boat. Like, you know, we, although this is not what we planned, we know that we need to have to cancel this. And we, we, you know, and so, Everyone has been wonderful. So something that I dreaded greatly, mm-hmm. although it's still, I mean, it still breaks your heart to have yeah. to do it. 
everyone has been wonderful, like, mm-hmm. you know, through all of it. Um, but, you know, initially we just canceled things for a few weeks and then we canceled it for the next month. And then, you know, we had to make that tough decision. Um, we canceled things through the end of August. Um, we are moving forward and anything that's on the books um, mm-hmm. that hasn't canceled, which we had a lot of people preemptively preemptively cancel or reschedule for 2021. Um, and uh, and hopefully those will all go through, but we do, we've got roughly five or six that are on the books for the rest of the year and those oh. will go forward. I do not envy any bride or groom making these decisions i you know and all of them have you know even said those who are moving forward i just talked with a couple um earlier this week um and they have said that they beyond them cutting back their guest list Mm -hmm. a lot of them who would have come and not have been you know part of their cut they know just can't take that risk because they've got underlying health issues yeah or just they're not comfortable and they you know are yeah you know, so I mean, they're my first cup no my second couple is they're live streaming um the event so there's even yeah there's the, you know some new stuff that have you know have um kind of developed you know out of a reaction to all of this that which is also a great thing even if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic you know think of you know great grandma who is in a nursing home and can't travel the 500 miles yeah, or whatever to the- and can still be you know connected in a, in a part of it mm-hmm. um so it you know hopefully there are some good things that are coming about because of the pandemic that will continue moving forward whatever moving mm-hmm. forward ends up looking like it's interesting it's a new world is what i definitely think there is like positives when it comes almost a community spirit that people have this like yeah. understanding that we're all in this together it's no no one is benefiting yeah, yeah. and sure. everyone's just being you know so cooperative and supportive and you know, and some of the feedback that we've gotten just, you know, thanking us for what we do. And it's been, it's been pretty neat, Mm -hmm. you know, and. I'm interested in your, your virtual summer camp alternatives. Cause I think this is so cool if I was. Yes, that was one thing. So we had a summer camp for years, um, just through budget cuts, the state cut their local government funding several years back. And it just over time got to the point where we just couldn't fund it any longer. And so we had a brief time where we had to end our summer camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was such a loved program um, and was it was one of those programs where kids who went through it as children, one, wanted to come back and be counselors and employees themselves. But even those who didn't held on to those memories so dearly mm-hmm. that when we saw an avenue, we were able to bring it back, um, but we had only had two full summers and then the pandemic hits. And it's like, okay, so we have to keep connections because if we have another break and then try to come back again, will people come back? Yeah. And and also not knowing what, you know, the future is going to look like. You know, what can we do to still continue that connection 
you know, in the community, mm-hmm. um, we came up with doing a camp virtually. Um, so we had our camp director come back and we had two counselors. Um, so staffing is a lot smaller than it was last year and we're not meeting with the kids in person um, as it it normally would happen. Mm -hmm. Um, They're doing, they've created a schedule for the week, um, you know, with like fun themes. um, uh, You have Thrifty Tuesday. Thrifty Tuesday. Where am I Wednesday? Yes. Turn up Thursday and fun Friday. Yes, they have done virtual field trips. Um, they have done like, um, the thrifty Tuesday is, um, making a craft at home with stuff that you would have at home. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, my daughter got to be a part of the last one and she had (gasps) so much fun with that. Um, she is the self-proclaimed slime queen of the neighborhood, (laughs) which is not a point is, well, it's definitely a point of contention with some of the others, but like there's a bunch of girls on our our block and they all just make slime all the time <laughs> so when Leah mentioned that I'm like well Aliana you know has some tips for you because they tried to do it in person last year and it didn't really come out very well mm-hmm. and I'm like she she's got it down yeah, yeah she has it down and she just it's but it was neat watching her as a parent you know getting mm-hmm. to enjoy like you know part of my job so um she got to do that and um that is exciting but the the camp has done um one of the the neatest things that we did you know because we can't have everyone all together because you know there's still the social gathering you know is still capped at you know the the 10 um so what we've done um We've taken, um, our three counselors have taken one of our staff cars and they've gone out into the neighborhoods and they will show up to your house to do an activity with you. I mean, they, they sanitize everything. They, you know, and especially in between houses, they do that, but, um, they've gone out to individual households and had challenges Mm -hmm. between the counselors and them and, um, you had the, the bucket ball, correct? They did bucket yeah. ball. Um, they did an obstacle course. Um, this week, yesterday, they did tie-dyeing. Ooh, um, that's So fun. they brought all the supplies. You just had to supply whatever, you know, whether it's a T-shirt or, or a face mask or, um, you know, whatever it is you wanted tie-dyed. And they would, you know, do that, you know, with you. And we even, our very first one was a hula hoop challenge and a bank signed up for it. Oh, wow. And so all the employees, um, you know, hula hooped and it was just so fun. And um, so it wasn't just for kids. And the other thing with our summer camp, you know, we have, you know, age limits. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you know, five years old who have completed kindergarten up through 13. Um, With doing it virtually, we've just extended it to everyone whether yeah. it's a group of adults at a bank or you know any kids in your household you know you might get a an itty bitty who's just learning how to walk but you know we wants can to be part of the have, fun yeah they can still have fun with their older brothers and sisters and um so it's been a lot of fun and it's those little things that it's like okay what is next year going to look like, even mm-hmm. if we go back to normal camp, which hopefully we can, who knows at this point, but hopefully some of these things that we've done can carry over into next year. Yeah. And so I'm very ex- excited to see what that 
is going how that's going to look you know mm-hmm. and I so I definitely think you know the the pandemic has made us rethink rethink some of the things that we do and I think that will lead to some positive changes you know we keep saying coming out of this I don't know when that's going to be yeah you know when life starts to kind of settle back down again it also is those moments where it's just like everything's gonna be okay like yeah you just have to have that faith that you know it'll all work out and you know Mm -hmm. it is what it is and you still have to go on and you still have to enjoy life and it's something that I tell my kids on a regular basis that Mm -hmm. you just have to make the best of it yeah and maybe discover a few new things. I've been yeah. going to, I'm a big movies person. I've been going to drive-ins a lot. Drive-in business is up, and I'm the all about one, saving them. The one out in Hamilton, um, which is the one closest to us here, um, you have to make reservations because oh, really? they sell out. So I've thought about it, but then I think about it that day, and I'm like, oh, they're sold out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Because you have to make advanced reservations because it is so popular. Um, so the new innovations we're making are kind of, well, the new innovations, but also some of the ones that have kind of taken a step back and like camping is, you know, getting Mm -hmm. a surge in popularity again. Um, so people just kind of taking like a step back from the busyness that our lives had to become and you know so full of and it's I'm not saying it was a bad thing but it's kind of made us all pause and kind of rethink Mm -hmm. everything and and you know and just spend like I one of the benefits you know to the changes was I got to work from home and um I got to spend time with my kids. I mean, it was hard to work, walk away from work. So it, you know, there were parts of it that were, you know, different. There were times when at 11 o'clock at night, my kids, you know, would come to me, mommy, when are you going to bed? (laughs) And, you know, but it allowed the flexibility and I got to spend so much time with them. And that was so much fun. Yeah. So it kind of, I think, made everyone kind of, hopefully, you know, kind of rethink some priorities at least it did for me I yeah I definitely agree with that and just be like grateful for the things you can do yeah and just exactly and you know and and finding you know new things to Mm -hmm. you know to do and I can't remember before the pandemic the last time I just like took a walk around my neighborhood Mm -hmm. and waved at my neighbors but I mean during those few months of really strict quarantine that was the best part of my yeah. day yeah definitely and you know in our parks saw such a rise um in attendance and mm. everyone was being distant like people weren't congregating they were still staying distant but they were out in the open air and they were just you know playing toss with their kids or riding their bike through the park and mm. our park attendance went up so much and um I went down to Heritage Park um, one day. We I just needed to do a quick little video for the township's website. Um, and I took my dogs down there. And normally on a weekday in the middle of the afternoon, Heritage Park would have a few people down there. The park was absolutely packed. Mm-hmm. And this was one of my first outings, like, after going on quarantine. And I knew 
you know, and you had heard it, but until you actually saw it, it was like, wow, this place is like, you know, the middle of summer on a Saturday afternoon with, yeah, you know, it had that kind of attendance and it was just so neat. And at one point I just kind of like stood there and just looked around and just took it all in, like just seeing so many people enjoying themselves, but, and you know, still distancing and yeah. still... And enjoying a a piece of your job in a way. Yes. What really inspired you to get into this line of work? Um, Well, going back to Greg Snyder, who was our late park director, and he was actually our first dedicated park director. Um, Mm -hmm. He had always been kind of part of our um, public works department. And they didn't, you know, I guess spend as much time on parks. He was the one who kind of separated us out and made made the importance of parks be, you know, what it is now. And um, he's the one who kind of started out with developing and making them just not a, a baseball field, but actually have and a playground, but actually having programs and mm-hmm. activities. And we have done. You know, so much development in my time here. Um, you know, we significantly added on to Coleraine Park, completely renovated Clippard Park, and it's now one of our most popular parks. And before it was some baseball fields and a really ratty looking shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, we developed Grosbeck Park and Heritage Park, um, and we've done, and we acquired Work Park. Um, we've grown so much, and that was you know, Greg Snyder's, you know, kind of started that and our personalities just meshed so well when I started here. And like I had mentioned early on in this, you know, I took this job temporarily while I decided what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I wasn't sure that I wanted to continue on the path my degree took me on, but I had no other direction. And when I started working with him, um, he had such a passion for his community. I mean, his grandfather had been a trustee his dad was um the one who kind of took our two we had two volunteer fire departments that served Mm -hmm. the area he combined them and made our first actual like you know Colerain Township Department of Fire and EMS and was our first paid chief and so he was so deeply rooted in the community and his passion for that just was it spread to anyone he came into contact with Mm -hmm. and you know it just kind of developed and I enjoyed everything that I was doing with him and it just kind of came from there came from there and you know and when I eventually got over that you know because there was that internal feeling like well I got my degree in this I should do this when you finally let go of that and realize that, you know, it's okay to change direction in life. And that was something, you know, and I was so young when I started working here. I joked that I was a baby, but I was, you know, in my early 20s. Um, you know, you just kind of, like, feel like, you know, I, I'm i too old now to change. <laughs> Even yeah. though, looking back, it's comical. But, you know, in the moment, you are you know, you just kind of feel like, well, I should, I should have my career at this point. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but it developed into something and, you know, and everyone here, you know, even beyond Greg, we're just 
such wonderful coworkers, and um, a lot of them have retired. We still meet every year and um, have a Christmas luncheon, and um, and it's you know it created lifetime friendships, and it just was one of those things you didn't want to walk away from. Yeah. So that's really beautiful. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Chills when you were talking Aww. about that. I love that so much. I think that's probably one of my favorite answers I've had so far in the show. Oh, thanks. So what are some proudest or best moments in the last 21 and a half years? There's a lot. I mean, I, you know, you could pinpoint a project or something, but I guess overall um, it's more of seeing my kids, like mm-hmm. looking at my job and – you know, knowing what their mom does and thinking that it's actually cool. <laughs> um, and, you know, my my son, like, has already internalized that he's going to work here. And I, I'm going to retire. He's going to take my job. Mm-hmm. But then he also goes back and forth between, um, you know, being a police officer or a firefighter. And, and I'm like, you're eight. You don't have to decide right now. <laughs> Um, and I will be happy with ever, whatever you decide to do. Um, but you know, both of my children, um, they're eight and 11. Mm-hmm. They just, they think that I've got a really cool job and, you know, to impress a kid is kind of hard. So, <laughs> you know, and they're um, tough critics. Yes. And they get to, when they get to come here and, you know, like I mentioned the fireworks, you know. Not only do I look at the crowd of people enjoying themselves, but when you look at them, because I always sit with my family during it, mm-hmm. and you watch their faces, and you know it—it's just—it's—it's it's those things like yeah. having that impact, you know, on um, on them, but also on others that you know mm-hmm. have you know been kind of the highlight of my job. Yeah, that and just seeing. It makes it real, almost. Yes, because you see the direct impact. And I think that kind of goes for, you know, across all of our departments. And, you know, we all have those direct moments where, you know, if it's a firefighter who has, you know, helped someone, you know, with, Mm -hmm. you know, a house fire and made things better and they've been there to help them. And just helping people has been, you know, it's just such – I mean, that's what our all of our jobs are. I mean, it's all in different ways and capacities and, you know, in moments of life. But um, that has been the appeal of, you know, this job. Yeah, makes it worth it and yeah. makes all the, the long nights and the 11 p.m. up worth it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll wrap it up with, do you have anything else you want to highlight? Any programs or messages you want to get out? Maybe some advice to people trying to book events? Um, right now, we still have everything on hold. Um, we have been telling people we do have two wonderful event centers other than our own. Um, so once all of this is open, come back to us. But in the meantime, um, we do have Willow Event Center, which used to be Wonderland. Um, 
it's under new ownership and we also have pebble creek um, has wonderful banquet facilities so we do still have those in the township um, which are still active so if you're planning an event you can go to them um, not that i want to drive you away from our business but for right now we are are still closed to accepting new um, rentals um, parks are open enjoy them um, our shelters are being rented now um, that was initially put on hold but those through you know updated mm-hmm. health orders were allowed to reopen so you can still enjoy a picnic in the park with your family um, and you know get out and enjoy yourself and you know have fun yeah all right well thank you so much for coming today you're welcome and thank you I hope you enjoyed my interview with Tawana Moulter. If you want to listen to more interviews like it, please check out our Apple Podcasts and Spotify page. And be sure to subscribe and review us while there. If you have any ideas for topics you would like covered or interviews you would like to hear, please reach out to us. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful week.